everybody. Welcome to the return of the That's Canon podcast. The movies are back and so are we. The movies are back, so are we. We took a break. Um, it's, it's been, we've been pretty busy. Yes. Pretty busy. Fortunately, and nothing like, has happened in the world of movies, so, uh, it's fine. Some stuff's happened. Nothing so, has happened. You know, we, no the, movies the have come Oscar, out. The Oscars happened. I don't know that that's true. The Oscars happened. Uh, some movies did come out. We've had some movies come out. I don't, there's, there's no been, way to know. There's been no some, some announcements. We've missed a lot. We've missed a lot. Should we, should we talk about some of the th- stuff we've missed? Let's discuss it briefly. Okay. So we won't get into the Oscars because so so this basically you know life happens we get behind on things and we had to take a brief hiatus but to make it up we're gonna drop two podcasts this week two podcasts next week kind of give double give, cast give you the stuff that we told you we were gonna give you and uh, plus some plus some new stuff so. So we'll we'll talk about the Oscars that will come out Friday. This is going to come out probably Wednesday. So, so yeah. So we'll talk about that more. But that happened. Nomadland won, you know, which we'll talk about tomorrow. But what else happened? Oh, did you see the Fast and the Furious runtime? No, it isn't. I didn't see the runtime. I saw a trailer for it. What did you think? Uh, I mean, as far as Fast and the Furious movies goes. It looks very similar to the ones that I have seen before. And did you enjoy those, despite maybe them not being very good? I I mean, I thought they were... I I haven't thought that any of them were, like, miserable. I thought they were all pretty average, as I recall. Well, this one's going to be three hours and eight minutes long. I don't know that (laughs) that's really necessary. I don't know that 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 movie necessitates that type of... (laughs) runtime. <laughs> what is the budget on this going to be? Maybe like this like half a billion. It's got to be a lot, right? Um yeah, let me look it up. I I'm bet just, I just wish that I need the fast cuz they've announced that they're going to end the franchise with, oh, really? with 11. I didn't know that. This so this is, is what, 9. So nine. there'll be two <laughs> there more. Okay. There'll be two more after this. Um or at least end the movies called Fast and the right, Furious that are Right, there's still those Hobbs and Shaw ones. Right. But, um, okay, like whatever. Right. But with that said, um, hold on, I'm looking at, okay, move. Pretty, oh no, that's, I searched the F9 budget and it gave me the Fast 5 budget. Okay. So that's not it. But, uh, what would you speculate that budget to be? Of what, Fast 5? Fast 5. 200 million. 125. Okay. Um, this, this one though, um, it does an official budget hasn't been released. It just says two hundred million plus. I'm sure that so, it is north of two hundred million. Yeah, yeah. But so I just want them to have like it looks like from the trailer we're not getting it with this one, but it, they have to have cars in space at some point in time. Yeah, I mean, there's like you have to go somewhere. They're bringing people back from the dead. I think it would be interesting if it just like got extremely weird. That's yeah. what I'd like to see, like witches or something. <laughs> just like in, something absolutely insane. Yeah. Or like vampires, aliens. Yeah. It would be so 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 the premise of Fast 9 is uh, John Cena is going to play Vin yeah. Diesel's brother. I was going to say, every one of the, like, last handful of movies has been, like, someone's secret relative. Oh, that that's my dad, or that's my grandpa, or whatever. Right. But, but like, but the, the, the weird thing is, like, 
the only thing Vin Diesel cares about is family. And so now they're bringing in, now we're nine, nine movies in, we're getting a new family member that he clearly doesn't like. Not a fan of. And, uh, and, and it would be sick if he was like, oh, I joined like a religious cult. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, yeah. He's like a Scientologist. Or that would something. be an interesting <laughs> twist. Um, I've been, so, have you ever seen the Saw movies? No. They're not good. Okay. Um, I'll say that right now. I'm currently watching them all. Okay. Because there's a new one that's coming out this Friday. And <laughs> and I was like, I've seen I've seen the first one. I saw the first one, and I like the first one. I think the first two are I think good. it's an interesting concept, at least. Yeah. You know, maybe if not a little repetitive. I, I do think that, 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 you know, it's a interesting thought yeah it's it but the thing is is i don't think that they progress as well as texas chainsaw massacre which like wow. those i think that it, doesn't really progress very well at all right okay so that's and, a low bar that it doesn't clear exactly yeah okay bad yeah. sign so, so like it's it basically they all become and i i'm five in so that i got three more left um but the the first two I think are genuinely really good. Okay. And like I'd watch them again. But three and four and five are like just terrible. But like and and like borderline unwatchable and they're not fun. It's like there's some cool death contraptions, but you know, like at the end of the day, it's just like this is really boring. But the thing that they add in every single one is like, hey, there's a new person okay, a that's guy. been in on it all along. Wow. And then they go through and show like how like the one in three, like, or really it started with two. It was in all of them. It's been like, Hey, there's somebody behind this all along that you didn't know. And so now we're in five and there's now you're finding out the fourth person that's been in on it all wow. along. And it's just like, dude, <laughs> like movies don't need a twist. I'm just going to say it right yeah, now. A movie doesn't need to, a twist. Yeah. And, and, like, it's cool if it has one, if it works. But, like, what you don't need is a franchise where every movie has the same twist. Yeah, and killer. Like, and, like, the I think with 4 and 5, they, like, tell it to you at the beginning of the movie. They're like, hey, those movies you just watched, guess what? We changed something. Now, now watch a movie where half of it is death and the other half is the FBI or the d- detectives trying to figure out catch the guy that we told you was a twist at the very beginning. So it's like, it just gets boring. It's yeah. Like, Dude. But with that said, I'll still finish them. I'll watch the of other course. three I mean, and you're, see the new You're one. committed at this point. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in college, I watched How I Met Your Mother and like, I was like three seasons in and I was like, I know that I don't like this, but you know, whatever, I'm going to finish it because <laughs> right. I, uh, I started it. And so I would just, you know, get on my phone and not really pay that much attention. And I'd be like, hey, every once in a while, I'd look up and I'd be like, oh, hey, this sucks. Yep. And all right. Well, anyway, I got to get to the end. Yeah. And then the end sucked. And it's like, why the fuck did I do that? <laughs> why did I just turn it off? Why didn't I just do something else with my day? Why didn't I go outside? Why didn't I text my friends? Why didn't I do something I actually like? Going outside is overrated. Clearly. I'm, I'm just going to say that it's right now. better than watching How I Met Your Mother. I I mean, you know, what? Were, but like you said you were doing so- other stuff, right? You were probably on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> you know? it's def- going outside is definitely better than sitting and making yourself angry by looking at Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm anti-sun. I'm beefing okay. with the sun. We're yeah. bringing up beefs. Really, I like the sun. the sun. I think it's pretty cool. 
Um, we'll be on opposite sides of this beef. I got my sons back. Do we have, as a podcast, any collective beefs? Did did anything happen? This is actually what I want to know. What happened? Um, did you get a call from Obama because we hadn't put out a podcast in a while? Uh, you know, I lost my Secret Service detail in a while. He, he, we haven't talked in a little bit. I think I think that we're both probably on on his bad side. We we said earlier that we were pursuing a a uh, sponsorship deal with the Chinese government. <laughs> I think that that rubbed him the wrong way. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I haven't heard from him and I, I'm a little concerned that, uh, I don't think we're on the FBI kill list just yet. I don't think we're going to be accidented, but, uh, I, I, I think that we've lost Barack Obama's favor. I think, I think we're out of his good graces. Yeah. I, unfortunately it, it felt that way. I got an email from a guy named Keynes Nguyen. Nguyen. Okay. You know, and uh, I'll, I'll pull it up. Okay, pull go it ahead. Up. But I got this email, and and it was concerning. You know, honestly, I was concerned. Um, Keynes Nguyen? Keynes Nguyen. So, so he, he reaches out to me. Is this a real email? It's a real email. Okay. <laughs> and he goes, please, can we talk? Something just came up and it's very urgent. Please, I need your attention. Okay. Regards, Kane's win. Kane's win. <laughs> and okay. and uh, and I was like, oh, he clearly must have heard about the podcast and how we're seeking sponsorship with the Chinese government. Okay, this makes sense. Yeah. So I said, oh no, what do you need? Your strongest supporter, Jack. Yeah. And then and then he he hits me back with, thank you for for your response. I know you don't know me. But I meant no harm sending you this note. My names are Keynes Wynn. I am presently on active service with the 322nd Air Regiment, Bagram Air Base in Afghan. I am okay. seeking your assistance to evacuate the sum of 7 million US dollars. As far as I can be assured that it will be safe in your care until I complete my service here. This is not stolen money, and there is no danger involved. Wow. Please, if you are interested, get back to me so I can provide you with more information. Well, that sounds like a great deal. Right. I can't <laughs> see how that could... Yeah, that makes sense that a one U.S. veteran would have $7 million and that he would want to give it to you who he's never met. That does make sense to me. Right. Okay. And, and right, right before this, Dogecoin blew up. Right. You know? and yes. did, did, did you invest? Uh, no. I, I, I have now. I have invested now, a little bit after it's well at, when it was still low, like because okay. I mean what it was. I mean, like, I mean when it's buy low, sell high, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah so no, like, I don't. I don't want any cryptocurrency at all. I do, I'm completely uninterested in that. Okay. Well. Well, I. I like U.S. dollars, and and I do too. I do too. But you know, I I hope to be able to turn this into more U.S. dollars. But anyway, so I hit Kane's win back, and I said seven million dollars. <laughs> I'd love to take it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds great. And then I was like, hey, what if we invested in Dogecoin? Yeah, okay. It could sense. be doubled by next month. Wow. And then from then, he never responded. Wow. So, so a couple days later, I had to send him another message. Of course. And so I said, I said, Keynes, I know that you're working for the Chinese government, and I know that this is really just a test to see if we can, uh, if we can get some Chinese sponsorship. And I said, if you're going to entrust me with this money, we're going to have to continue communicating. Yeah, come I, on, man. I can't go three days without talking to my business partner. Of course. And then he never responded. So we lost the Chinese. Wow. So we, so I, this is what I think happened. Okay. I think that, you know, we currently have been hacked, the government, 
by Russian hackers. They things ca- canceled all the fuel. I saw that. Yeah, stuff which was which sucked for me. Too bad. Um, yes. but it happened. Um, I think that they also hacked my email, mm. and they'll do and that. Ended the communication between me and what could have been a fruitful sponsorship with where we could have had seven million dollars. Yeah, with the Chinese government. Yeah. So that is simply too bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh. That makes sense to me. I won't question that. Um, yeah, dang, we could, we could have had seven million bucks. Could have had some like it would have it would have been fine because Obama. We got on his bad side. Yeah. We thought we were going to get with the Chinese government. We thought we were making a switch, and then the Russian hackers stopped it. Yeah. Now and now here we are. We're just two guys in a room with a podcast. It is a known fact that sort of the main focus of every country in the planet's foreign policy their main focus is this podcast so it does make a lot of sense like that sort of the russian government the american government the chinese government are all sort of vying for various sponsorships and various levels of involvement that all does make sense to me so yeah and and especially from the russian point of view you know i mean their primary goal is to tank the american economy which is directly linked to the success of this yes, podcast of course so th- i i think they've successfully thwarted thwarted us yeah you know and the, the economy's going to tank it's going to go down again a little yeah, bit yeah we It'll saw be- that it that was what happened you know it tanked because we hadn't released an episode yep so you know, it'll go back up now. Buy now. Yes. Buy Dogecoin now. This is the time. It's a, yeah, it's, it's about low. to go up. Yes, it's about to go up. Our podcast, American Economy, linked one, the, one and the same, directly linked. Yes. Um. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So anything else going on? Uh, I've been playing Resident Evil Eight on my PS4. Nice. It's pretty good. Okay. I don't know if you're a Resident Evil guy. I've only played briefly, I think, the first one. Okay. Well, Resident Evil 8 came out last week, and uh, I like it. Okay. Okay. Do you like it as much as Mortal Kombat? I like it better than Mortal Kombat. You like it better than Mortal Kombat? Yes. Okay. 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 I don't mean the movie. I mean the The game game franchise. Yes. Yeah. No, it's... It's different, right? Mortal Kombat's a fighting game, and this is like a shooter. Mortal Kombat's multiplayer; it's a single player. But I, well, but isn't there a campaign on Mortal Kombat? There is, yeah. yeah that's where you get the story. Still fighting, right? Well, yeah, sure. But yes, I would say that I prefer the Resident Evil series generally to Mortal Kombat, and this game is better than I think most Mortal Kombat games. Okay, okay. What? Um, how deep does your knowledge on Mortal Kombat go? Um, I mean, it's relatively surface level, but I've played all, you know, multiple games. I've Have you played all 15. No, I've played on, no, but I've played several of them and I've played the most recent one. Okay. Okay. And, uh, what is the mo- What's the mo- So we're here. Mm-hmm. We haven't announced it yet. It's the title of the episode, yeah. but we're here to talk about Mortal Kombat. We saw the new Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah. And I think we are, we both think it was bad. I do think it was bad. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was not a good movie. Right. But we're going to talk about it. And I would like as a so I've played I've never I've never done any kind of Mortal Kombat backstory ever. Yeah. I've played the games, some of them. I've played some, some of the arcade style ones. I think I played Mortal Kombat X when that came out a little bit, but I didn't like I know nothing about the characters. I knew nothing. So I went in this completely blind. 
Yeah, I'm familiar. I didn't. I don't. I don't think I finished the story, so I'm only vaguely familiar with that. It's all about the tournaments, the Mortal Kombat tournament. I don't really know. And apparently, there are, there are ten tournaments of which Outworld beat Earthrealm in the first nine in the canon of this movie. Which, yeah, and I guess if you win ten in a row, then you get to make the other team your slaves. Yeah. It doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. <laughs> and, and especially because... I don't really know how that works. Who wrote... Who decided that? Right, and the other thing is, like, there are apparently other realms, too. Where the gods of those realms just don't want to fight in the tournament, I, I guess. guess. They're like... We don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is now, like... No, I don't want to be enslaved. I won't... I don't want to participate. Right. So, so now... It, like, why didn't... It seems like they should have gotten started, like, after they lost, like, four or five in a row. <laughs> right. Right? You wait till nine. I mean, that's a long time. Yeah. And, and... But, like, also, because the other realms don't want to do it, can't... Can't Earthrealm just be, like... We don't want to do it. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, like... I'll pass. Outworld can fight somebody else. Who knows else what the, the rules are. Yeah, like... Yeah. <laughs> Um, so it didn't ever explain the rules. It did a pretty jo- bad job of explaining the characters, I think. But the, the tournament doesn't even happen in this movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is all pre-tournament. The implication being that there will be later movies. I think that the, the idea is that they'd like for this to sort of be an R-rated MCU. Yeah. And you but get like with... a Mortal Kombat <laughs> cinematic universe. The, the, the sad thing about that... We've talked a lot about franchises on this podcast and what makes them successful and and what what makes them not successful. Like like let me ask you a question. Ask me a question. King Kong, Godzilla, the legendary monster verse. Do you think that that would you consider that a successful cinematic universe? Um I think yeah. Okay. Honestly, I think, it's, I mean, not in terms of, like, making good movies, but I mean, right. in terms of, like, executing the the concept, I mean, you have the setup movies, you have the Godzilla setup movies, and the Kong setup movies, and then the crossover with the, you know, the kind of nice little payoff. I, I agree. I agree. I think, hypothetically, that's that's what That's what you, you want to do. Yeah. And I mean, I think that, realistically, this is, like, the a similar thing. This is, the, uh, this is a setup movie. You know, this introduces characters. Um, this allows you to uh, to see some of your classics, and it references the stuff from the movies or from the video games. And it's going to uh, allow for another movie in the future where you get all your buddies together and they, you know, chop your head off with a chainsaw or whatever. Well, not chainsaws. Nobody's nobody's arcana is chainsaw. Well, uh, actually. Leatherface makes an appearance in MKX, I think. Oh. <laughs> you, there's, there's actually a number of crossovers with horror movies. The, the Xenomorph alien is in it. There's a Terminator, I think you can be. So there's a number. So, but they're, but they, they don't have that IP to be. I assume that they won't be getting Leatherface in the Mortal Kombat movie, but yeah. Although, um, so actually I did, I did know that. I, cause after I watched it in the theater, I like wanted, I was curious as to how many games there were. And then I saw like guest appearances yeah. and I saw Leatherface on there. And I want to say that like there was like a ton of DC characters at a point in time. Yeah. So there are, and there is, uh, the, the developer of Mortal Kombat, um, NetherRealm Studios, they, um, make a game called Injustice, which is like a DC fighting game. Yeah. Well, so and there is a like I think a crossover game, and they're both in owned by Warner Brothers. Yes, so you know we could 
like I mean the DCEU is has I think wow, been a this, failed experiment. This is interesting. It's been a failed experiment. Will we see a Zack Snyder Mortal Kombat movie? No, Zack Snyder's out. Warner Brothers wants nothing to but do with But they have Zack to Snyder. bring him back. They're after not all. I don't think they, they will. I mean, I didn't think they would make fucking Justice League Snyder cut and here we are. Yeah, but, but all I, the rules are rewritten. I mean, that's I guess that's true, but I still he has remained adamant post the release of Zack Snyder's Justice League that Warner Brothers wants nothing to do with him. And, and, uh, that it, and I, think, I think that that's probably true, and I don't know that Warner Brothers is going to have much of a choice. I mean, the, that's what he's saying. He's like, I'm just hoping cooler heads will prevail. But We're this is have all, to see. This is all I'm saying. The rest of the DCEU that they're like, this is the canon. We're letting Zack Snyder have his thing, but we're not like, it's not going to be part of the canon. But like that universe has been a failed experiment. It has not worked out well. This is the time to mash it, mix it with Mortal Kombat. It makes sense to me. Like, yeah. Like, you have... I mean, and this movie is doing pretty well financially. It's grossing pretty well. This is, uh, you know, we said Godzilla vs. Kong signals that the movies are back. And Mortal Kombat is uh, is doing decently well for... Uh, for what kind of movie this is. Okay. And I went to, I saw this in the theater. I touched this. I'm sorry. I wasn't supposed to do that. I saw this in the theater and this was a terrible theater experience with a bunch of kids <laughs> and they were really loud and extremely irritating. <laughs> so this was a return to that, to like seeing this movie with a bunch of shithead ninth graders. Isn't it rated R? Yeah. I don't know how they got in. Maybe they had a parent, but there were a bunch of kids in this theater when I saw it and they were extremely annoying. So it was my, I saw it in the theaters as well as in Atlanta with my mom. And, uh, I didn't see it with my mom. I saw it with my brother, but I saw it with my mom. I saw it with my whole family, <laughs> but I, I was, it, this was my first movie back and I had, I think see, see, I feel like that would have tainted my experience if I had that situation. I was with, we saw like a nine fifty showing on a Saturday night and it was like, there were like maybe six people in the theater and they were all like older couples. And by older, I mean in their twenties, like twenties sure. and thirties. Um, no high school kids. I didn't have anybody. I think we went that... at like a 3 PM or something on a Saturday. So yeah, prime, yeah. prime movie going hours for families and kids, teenagers. Yeah. Well, so, so I can, I, I can, I understand why yeah. that wouldn't have been enjoyable, but I did also rewatch it last night at home. Because it's also on HBO Max. And I still found it... I still found all of the things I enjoyed about it the first time I still enjoyed. And everything that I didn't like, I still didn't like. Um, so let's talk about those things, Jacob. What did you... Let's start... What did you like about this? Yeah, um, I mean, it has uh, a handful of, like, you know, your classic Mortal Kombat sort of comic gore Oh yeah, stuff. What, was, those what are, was your favorite death? Those are good. Um, I think it's um, probably Kung Lao, the hat guy. Oh, yeah. When he slices the guy <laughs> with like, yes. like a table saw. That's that pretty was, nice. That was so sick. Yeah. That was, I, I audibly yelled, oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> when that yes. happened. Which is a fair thing. Yeah. And, and, I, and I said the same thing last night. It was... It was so sick that, that to me, that's the highlight of the movie, I think which kind of, which yeah. kind of sucks because it's like in the middle of the movie. Yeah. It's not when you want the highlight of the movie to be, but, but it, but it also, it was, I mean, it was short. 
you know, it's like what an hour, forty yeah, minutes or I think something it's, like that. Yeah, hundred minute runtime ish. Yeah, yeah, not and too it, bad. And it and it felt fast to me. Like there was a time that I had to pause last night because my roommate had to go to the bathroom, and and I was we were like there was like twenty minutes left in the movie, yeah. and I was like, oh shit, okay. like they, they kind of do a lot. Yeah, left I in think this twenty minutes. I think and it's and pretty it, well paced. Yeah, yeah. So so I appreciate that because like the last thing it gets going. Yeah, yeah the last thing I need is a two and a half hour movie of this. Right, sure. But I don't want the director's cut of this. Yeah. Although if it comes out, I'll watch it. I will watch it. Maybe there'll be some more deaths. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I won't. So <laughs> that'll be that that'll be a, a Jack personal No, we'll watch it together. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll watch it together and do podcasts on it. On the director's cut of more, the extra fifteen minutes that they had. Sure. Okay. Um so so okay so that was your favorite death you liked and you liked that I wish that it leaned my what a gripe that I had with it in the beginning of the movie during that fight scene when Hanzo Has- Hasashi yeah um is going full ninja on all those Chinese people um I say that because they were Chinese and he's Japanese and that's an important distinction which doesn't they, make they, any sense they but made they a do, big deal they do feel the need to let you know that. That Scorpion is, is Scorpion being Hanzo Hazashi is Japanese, and the other guy Bihan is Chinese. Is Chinese and can speak and understand Japanese, where Hanzo Hazashi yeah. cannot understand Chinese. Yeah, um, and, I, I, it's such a headache. I don't understand <laughs> why that needed to be done. But there you go. They did right. make a a very large point with the subtitles to say that the, to just make the distinction between Chinese and Japanese. Not even just the subtitles though. When Bihan or Sub-Zero was talking in Chinese to Hanzo, he said, I may not understand your words, but I will kill you. Yeah. Great. <laughs> like, okay. It's just like, dude, I think we, it's it, so there's a lot of issues with the dialogue in yeah. this movie, but but it, it, back to my original point. Um, during that first scene, they have like video game kind of like music in the background, and like this is what, I want a movie to either commit to the camp, yeah, or or don't. It doesn't and, like, give you the Mortal Kombat theme song until the end credits, yeah, which and, is whack. And I and I did know that I didn't. I'm not a huge player of the games, but I recognize that that's when it happened. And and I was just like, either... But that, I think that was the only time that there was, like, video game music during a fight scene. It was during that very first one. Everything else was, like, cinematic sounding, if I recall correctly. Yeah. And, like, just commit to one or the other. Like... And and in this case, commit to the video game one. Right. Sure. I want I want fucking Scott Pilgrim vs. the World kind of like Right. No, I know, agree. Like, <laughs> and it's just like it's so hard to like take this kind of thing seriously. So like just don't even you know, just like you said, just lean into it. Just give me synths and like goofy mm-hmm. driving, you know, music that's like like you said not serious and is and just emphasizes that this is ridiculous and stupid and that's okay right where i do think it succeeded with its attempts like like subtle attempts at trying to be video gamey and lean into that stuff was with the blood like every time that there was a a hit you saw blood flying everywhere like it could have just been a punch 
like every punch that was like to the face, like the person like coughed up blood immediately after, which you know isn't how that would happen in in normal life. So I oh, like, yeah. so I liked that. Like I was just like, in and, and that's ultimately I think that's what hurts this movie. That's what I think makes this like a good movie, like or like you know a fun bad movie to to a, a bad movie is that it didn't lean into what it is, um, and that sucks. Yeah, and uh, it's just. The the characters aren't aren't I think done very well either. Mortal Kombat yeah. has like very memorable characters and like the the main guy in this movie is Cole Young, who is a character who's not in the game, and I don't understand what his deal is at all because it's very heavily implied that he's going to become Scorpion and then he isn't Scorpion, and it doesn't make sense what his power is, and he like is the main character by virtue of the fact that he's just sort of on screen the most, right? But it's never really clear why we're supposed to care about him, other than him being chosen for the tournament. And so, he's, but he, is he chosen, or is just the Hasishi bloodline the cho- chosen? I like, don't. I don't know that it says because. Well, but Scorpions exist still, so wouldn't he? I have no idea. I don't know. But like, I don't know. I don't know who this guy is. I don't know. I don't have any idea. Well, it doesn't it, make any sense. Have you seen the ni- the two? Mortal Kombat movies from the 90s? No. I was wondering if maybe he was in those. I don't think so. Like I said, and he's not in the games. So yeah. I don't know who Cole Young is supposed to be or what his deal is. And why you can't just use a character who already exists. Or why you couldn't just make him Scorpion. Right. I don't, like I said, <laughs> I, I genuinely don't understand what his deal is. And and if I, and, and so, so Scorpion, you know, Hanzo, he dies at the beginning. And then he goes to hell. And then he... I over he says centuries, but it also might be just like which does hundred yeah, years. Like right. we don't know because yeah. It's... So the beginning fight scene, like you said, we talked about earlier, it takes place in rural Japan in, in like the early 1900s. It says early 1900s, but there's nothing to place it because it's just in the woods in Japan. Yeah, in like a hut. So it's like it could have easily just been like 600 AD or whatever. Right. And then it would have been centuries. It would have been fine. Yeah. But, but like they, you said, for some reason, it's World War One era, despite the fact that there's nothing to place it in World War One. <laughs> right. So, who cares? I, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. You know, now that I'm saying this, and maybe... I, I feel like I just need to look it up, but, like, maybe it said, like, 1917 B.C.? Like maybe, maybe, but like, I don't know. I, I like who even cares. It yeah. honestly doesn't matter at all. <laughs> and that's and that's fair. But but the the so he comes back to life. Um, at the beginning, it's this says in 17th century Japan. So maybe it's I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't remember. And like I said, it's not. I don't think it's worth even thinking about. Okay, but <laughs> but anyway. So centuries later, after being in hell. He learns how to control the fires of hell, um, and then he, at like I, I don't exactly understand how he got to come back. Um, yeah, who because, knows? Because like presumably, I'm sure he didn't figure it out right then, you know. And like at that perfect moment, right when Sub Zero is about to kill his bloodline, he's like, "I have to, I have to get like I, I have to, to pretty, fig- yeah, I have to figure this out now." Yeah, yeah. like. I, I, so, so yeah, so I don't get that, but then he comes back and then he's like, it like the guy's like Hanzo and he's like, I am not Hanzo. I am Scorpion now. And like, that's stupid. 
That's real stupid. He yeah. also speaks English. He speaks English to yeah. the guy when he's like, he was I mean, like, look, if you're going to go to hell, you have to have sort of a lot of, a lot of different people in there. It's a very diverse <laughs> place. So you got to have one language that everyone learns so they can get around. And I think it's makes sense that it would be English. And that's fine. But this is my issue is he comes up and he's like, I think he says to Sub-Zero, he's like, come here, or something like that. Or like, don't touch him. Or get something. over here. Get over that's here. That's his big yeah. line. Get over here. That's, okay. his, that's his big line. So he says that. When so he, he shoots the knife attached to the chain at you. Right. So, so, he, so he says, get over here. And then he fights Sub-Zero. And then he's talking back in Japanese and stuff. And, and then when he goes to his, you know, great-great-grandson or whatever, and then he speaks to him. In in Japanese, when that guy has no idea what he's saying, like the whole time, yeah. he's just like, I'm OK, but like you speak English, like speak English. Yeah, I don't. Say, yeah, it say what you, it's bizarre. Yeah. Say what you need to say, because yeah. he doesn't get it. And but sometimes he does, like sometimes he understands. It's very it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. This movie didn't make sense. Yeah. And there are. uh a handful of other Mortal Kombat characters that we get introduced to also. Like I said, Cole Young, again, I don't know who that is or who it's supposed to be. It doesn't make any sense. The main antagonist here, other than Sub-Zero, is Shang Tsung, who is uh, the Chinese accountant guy from Batman. Um, That's who he was. Lao. Lao from, from Dark Knight. Yeah. Okay. And he's like a wizard who he like steals people's souls. That was pretty badass. Yeah, he has a nice soul stealing scene of another character, Kung Lao, who is uh, has this hat, this bladed hat. What? So what's his arcana though? That's like what I want to. He like... he jumps out of the. He has portals. Okay. You you see it in like a flash second in the very beginning when he first comes out. But yeah, in the in the video games he has like portals. Okay. It's like Portal from. You ever play those games, Portal? No. Well, in Portal, you you put two portals in, and then you like can go through one, and you come out the other, and that's like the way that his works. He like jumps into one, and then he comes out the other, and then he goes back. That's that's, that's so that's his deal. But like that's so all of those times when Kano was giving him shit for like, hey, you your Arcana is having a sombrero, right? Like. Like, why didn't he just go, oh, no, like, I have this. It's a weapon. But, like, I can go through I don't portals. Know. I don't like, know. Good question. Because <laughs> he, he does it in the beginning of the movie. So I, I do remember him coming out from the floor. Like, right. He really came, so yeah. I don't know. Good question. Seems yeah. like something worth looking into. <laughs> but I don't know. So you said Kano. I think Kano is probably my favorite part of the movie. Oh, hands down. He is, I, I think, consistently funny. In a way that I don't think any other character really is. He's consistently funny, but it's it's weird because like if this was, I think if this was any other movie and you had a character like Kano, I don't think that it would be funny, and I think it would be bad. Yeah, like it just I think it just works because I think the film was just desperate for something, yeah. and like it and he provided that. Like when when uh, who's the is it Lu Luke. Liu Kang. Liu Kang is the other yeah, yeah. fireball guy. Yeah. When he like meets them and he puts his hand on his shoulder real quick and he's like, he's like the fuck like that was one of the funniest moments in yeah. the entire movie. But like if that was, if this wasn't Mortal Kombat, if that was like something that happened in like a John Wick movie and Keanu Reeves was like the fuck when like a guy like it would be like that didn't work. 
I th- I think I think it wouldn't. But like, but Kano Kano was like the perfect, just like annoying loudmouth. Yeah, and these guy. movies are supposed. These are supposed to be funny. The video games are funny. It's like you chop a guy's head off and then you kick it through his stomach like a soccer ball. Like that's funny. <laughs> that's humorous, right? These are these are supposed to be funny. And so like, it's, and he had the only funny death, really. Yeah, when he rips out the heart of that lizard. Yeah. That was that was entertaining. Exactly. Very funny. Very funny. And I felt like it was lacking humor. Yeah. It I felt know. it doesn't feel like Mortal Kombat's not like serious with a comic relief element. Like yeah. it is consistently funny, I would say. Yeah. And I think that the gore is sort of toned down by virtue of the fact that it's funny that you know, you see a guy's intestines unravel when you chop him in half or whatever. Yeah. And I felt like it was lacking that. And I, like I said, I didn't think it was enough. I, th- I think it should be like a an action comedy. Oh, for sure. I completely agree. Yeah. And I haven't really played the games, but I understand that element of it. And I and I agree that I, like, there was some cool gore stuff that, you know, we like the hat slicing table saw moment. I liked the the ripping up the heart thing. I liked uh, the 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 big dude with the forearms when I can't I can't remember anybody's fucking name in this, but the the main character that's Cole, not, yeah. yeah. Cole when he like slices out his intestines and those all fall out. Yeah. But like I did feel like that's like the, those are the three deaths that were like funny gory deaths or cool gory deaths and like nothing else was like that. Yeah. Not, not Oh, there one. was there's one Oh, is it that guy? Doesn't someone get their, like, like a, a hole chopped through their stomach and you can, like, see their spine through? That was like, the... So through. When, was that the one guy? When No, that was Blade. Blade shot the the oh, okay. vampire-looking lady with the blood all over her face. She, like, shot her. Melina is that character's name. But, yes. Melina. See, I don't know anybody's names. Yeah. No, no worries. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I just... I, don't, I just... I wanted more. I wanted more of that. I wanted yeah, more fighting. No, for sure. This was so much setup. That, yeah, like, and it's like, yeah, and like I get that you need setup, but like, the, I mean, we've come back to this conversation now a, a few times. But like, if you're gonna build, if you're gonna build a, a universe, if that's your intention, then you have to have like movies that you're not throwing so much setup in, then you have to cram stuff in the back that you want it to be the post credit scene that like, that's all the setup you need for the next thing is two minutes. And it's like, that's all you need. So like you could have had a movie about Scorpion, just Scorpion in the, sh- in the cool badass shit that he had to do in against Bihan right. back in the fucking 17th century or whatever. Like back then just fucking action ninja. He's got fire too, that he can do. You know, you could have a whole story like that. And then, like, it ends with how this movie began, and then, like, then it, that sets up the next thing. And then you could do it that way. Yeah, a specific sort of uh, something specific to, to Scorpion or Sub-Zero or whatever. Right. But it's like, it, the thing is, uh, like, they felt the need to connect it to the tournament, but they didn't want to have the tournament movie because they wanted to have set up the universe 
And so it's like this awkward thing where the tournament is the main plot point, but it doesn't happen. Yeah. That's like, it's, it's very awkward because it feels like you said, all just like set up it's, because it's the whole, the whole point of every Mortal Kombat game and movie to this point is like the Mortal Kombat tournament. And so it's awkward that there's this, like the, the, the setup is that like Shang Tsung and his gang of thugs are like trying to cheat so that they can win without having to actually try at the tournament or something. Which is weird because they've won nine straight. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's, doesn't he say that they cheated in those two? I don't. Rem- I don't remember that. I don't. But, I don't but even. Maybe. Rem- yeah, I think that's what he said, or something like that. I don't even. Like I said, it's it's stupid, and like <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna like. It felt like there should have been something central to like make the movie be about other than having it be about the tournament, but the tournament doesn't happen. So it's like very awkward to watch in that way because. Like I, when we watched, um, what do you call it? Uh, Zack Snyder's justice league, you, you have the cubes, but then there's the death equation. And so then once you watch that, it's like, what's the point of the cubes? If the death equation is better and more powerful and more important, it's like, like, why do you care about the cubes at all? And that's like, sort of what happens here is like, there's like a scene where like, you, you know, the attack happens and, and it's like, well, but this isn't a tournament though. So it's like in the back of your head the whole time you're like, well, who cares? What is it? What does this matter? Right. Because I know that like you can't, nothing serious can happen here because I know that there just has to be another movie. Right. So that felt like a failure to me. It felt like a, it felt like, like you said, you needed a way to make there to there to be some sort of conflict here that doesn't involve the tournament. Like, like it's fine if you're going to do a setup, if you're going to do the cinematic universe thing and you're going to do a setup where you have a future movie where it all converges into a tournament. Yeah. You know, if you're going to have one Scorpion Sub-Zero movie and then one, you know, like uh, Johnny Cage or whatever, and then it all converges and that's, that's lovely. Exactly. Yeah. So like that's that. And that's just, I mean, that's just my gripe with, with, I mean, it, and it's not just with Mortal Kombat. It's like, it's clearly comes from a need to, they're like, we need to make the Avengers. It's got to yeah. be the Avengers. That's the thing. And yeah. like, the only thing that made the Avengers successful was like the five relatively mediocre movies that came before that. Yeah. Like, that set it up. Like, the when they made the Avengers, there was like no, there was not a ton of hope that like this was going to be successful. And then the Avengers was successful. And then they're like, okay, now we can do whatever we want. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, I don't know that, like, but, like, I don't even know that you need a cinematic universe for everything. Like, I agree. No, no, like, no. Like, uh, I agree. I'm just saying that's ugh. what the, they want that. Like, yeah. so if you're going to do it, just do it right. That's what, I, that's all I'm saying is, like, don't keep doing this. Do what Godzilla first Kong did. I mean, do that. Like, I mean, they had, they had Godzilla, then they had Kong, and then they had Godzilla King of Monsters, then the team up. And then now they're going to have uh, the Baby Kong one that is coming next. There you go. I haven't heard of that. But oh, yeah, the next one's going to be like, it's going to, I think it's going to be called, uh, I, I forget if it's in the name, but it's it's going to be the Son of Kong. That's good. That's, hmm, that's, okay. that's like the main thing about. Well, there you go. The next Kong within the Hollow Earth. Yeah. I, uh, which I just want it to be really cute. There you Give go. Give me baby, baby Yoda, but. I'm interested. But, okay. But I'll watch baby it. Baby King Kong. Yeah. I mean, I just like, uh, it's just all sequels and franchise. Just make something original. Just be courageous, you know? Just have fun. Just you, do something cool. Hey, there's there's it's all there's a place for that. And that's in independent movies and the in award season. 
But but see, <laughs> we're going to talk about those yeah, movies tomorrow, and then you get like a certain. That's like a different like like I don't know, man. Give me something like good and interesting and different, but like original, also not something that's just based on prior IP. Oh, I I mean, I come agree. on, I agree. <laughs> Rebooting Mortal Kombat. I mean, it's fine. You know, I just oh goodness, I don't know. It's the state of the movies these days. But they're back. Disappointing. It is and, better. And, than and honestly, this is what this is what we're going to have. I think for a while, this is what's going to come. Yeah, it's probably to true. the theaters because also I think you know this, and we can talk about it maybe more in depth tomorrow. But I think that what the pandemic has kind of shown is that independent movies can still be successful, but they're maybe more successful through the streaming platform Which and you I can hate. put them in yeah. you so you can put all the you can like all the streamers can be the independent movies that like your parasites of the no, world and all that stuff. let me see it at the movies i don't want to stream it i i'm with you but i think that then it's going to be that's going to be there and all of your action blow them up movies are going to be in the theaters and like that's in in franchises and that stuff's going to be in the theaters and then everything else is going to be on streaming, if I had to guess. Which sucks. It does suck. It does suck. But I think that that's... Because because independent movies generally don't make a lot of money. And that's like... I think that's why. It's like... And right now, the theaters need to be putting movies in that are going to for sure bring in revenue. And it's just a bummer. It is. It is a bummer. It is a Take bummer. a risk. Make a movie that might not make a lot of money. I... I Gotta I take a risk. I agree. I agree. Anyway... So any, whack. anything else you want to say about Mortal Kombat? Uh, no, I mean, it's bad. It's worth watching because it's, it's got some funny things and it's mostly innocuous. It's not offensive. So whatever, check it out if you want. You know, you're not missing anything by not seeing it, but uh, it's good to to check it out, hang out with your friends, watch it and uh, and chill. I I agree with it's that. It's whatever. I, I completely agree with that. Um, so, yeah. So let's kind of look. Let's look to, towards the future, Jacob. Okay, I'll start. So this is going to come out Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, and then we're going to have an episode. We're going to talk about the Oscars, and that's going to come out Friday. So we're going to give you that. Yeah. Then next week, we're going to give you the, the long-lost David Fincher episode, which we recorded, and then there was an issue with the audio, and, yeah. so, and, and that, so we lost that So we've, talk, we've spoken about our beefs before. Yes. And in that episode, we both declared one of our beefs, which is with uh, one Mark Zuckerberg. And I don't have hard evidence that he's behind losing that episode. It's just a hunch. I didn't even consider that. But I do suspect that he may have had something to do with it. Oh, God. Okay. So... Well, we'll talk about it next week. Yes. We'll talk it. So we'll, and we're so, not holding back. Right. And so so we're going to expand that Fincher episode, though. So before we were going to talk about Panic Room. No. No, we weren't going to. We were talking about. I, I watched so much Fincher. We were going to watch Fight Zodiac. Club Social Network Zodiac. Yeah, yeah. Fight Club Zodiac and Social Network. This one we're just going to do. It'll probably be a longer episode. We're just going to do a David Fincher extravaganza. We're going to talk about everything. Because we've now pretty much both seen everything, and I think you wanted to rewatch Seven or something. There's a handful, yeah. Yeah, so so we're gonna so so next week we'll give you a David Fincher episode, and then we're going to turn towards the winner of the Best Actress 
Award Frances McDormand, who will will look at her her Oscar winners because she's had a handful. She's been nominated, I think, six times for Oscars. Yeah, one good, I think one th- one three for Best Actress, and then I think was only nominated for the three that she was Best Supporting Actress, but. I mean, still, she's fantastic, and she was fantastic in Nomadland. We will talk about that tomorrow. But, but so then we'll so so that's what you'll get next week. Next week you'll get David Fincher, and you'll get Francis McDormand in two separate episodes. This week, you're obviously listening to Mortal Kombat right now, and then we'll give you the Oscars on Friday, and then we'll all be caught up. Wonderful. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We had a blast, and I'm glad to be back, Jacob. The movies are back, and so are we. Have a good night. See ya.